Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD and how CBD can support people for um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders and improving sleep quality, and also pain and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits. And we're going to be discussing the pros and cons and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi there, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and this is a CBD Perform vlog. Um, now, we are currently looking at cannabinoids for the digestive and respiratory system and in particular today we're going to be looking at specifically weight issues um, and how cannabinoids um, you know, can, can, can be used within that area of weight issue um, for patients. And um, quickly, just before we go into that, if you want to learn more about the CBD Perform products, please just jump onto our website. Um, it's very informative. You should find um, all the information about our products that you need in there. Um, the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, now, moving on, just to start a discussion on um, weight issues and um, CBD. Our vagus nerve um, is a busy communication highway and one of its routes runs between the gut and the brain. Researchers believe that messages from the endocannabinoid system are communicated to the brain in part via the vagus nerve. There are a few relevant points to note when it comes to the endocannabinoid system. Researchers found that after a period of fasting, the levels of the endocannabinoid anadamide increased Meanwhile, when extra anadamide um, was introduced to the system, increased food intakes were noted. In other words, the endocannabinoid system will react to a period of no eating with a response which actively encourages us to eat. This, um, this research heralded the possibility that an endocannabinoid system imbalance could encourage excess food searching behaviour or um, it could also encourage the opposite behaviour as well. Excuse me two seconds. Um, human beings um, like fat, that's a fact. Fat has been added to the five primary tastes in recent history, so now we have a sweet, salty, sour, bitter, umami and oleogustus, which is the taste of fat. The endocannabinoid system appears to be intimately involved in the regulation of our intake of fat from our diet, doing so by utilising our ability to taste fats when we eat Studies demonstrated that after consuming fat, within half an hour, intestinal levels of the endocannabinoids 2 AG and anandamide, they actually doubled. 
We know that the vagus nerve is involved in this response since when the vagus nerve is severed, um, intake of fat does not lead to the same intestinal rise of endocannabinoids. Um, the type of fats ingested also appear to be important um, with the fatty acids, oleic and linoleic acids producing the doubling of endocannabinoids, um, but not as steric or alpha-linoleic fatty acids. Humans even show an increase in the endocannabinoid levels merely in anticipation of eating a palatable fatty food such as chocolate. Um, the same response has been demonstrated with sugary foods as well. So if we just stop for a moment and think about what that actually means. Thinking about and eating certain fatty foods increases levels of endocannabinoids which can then prime us to seek out more food by stimulating CB1 receptors. It's also been found that the endocannabinoid system encourages the storage of this consumed fat too. Um, in the past when we were hunter-gatherers, this was useful. Um, it was a useful effect because we needed to consume lots of calories when we, when we encountered fat-rich uh, fat food, food source. That there was a real risk of famine during those times, so to be primed to feast when we could was really important. But in the modern day, for many of us, there is genuinely no famine anymore but plenty of opportunity to feast. Research shows that an overactive CB1 receptor signalling is linked to obesity. Meanwhile, inhibitions of these receptor signals is associated with an anti-obesity action. Um, this is neatly demonstrated by the fact that mice studied that lacked CB1 receptors were lean and did not succumb to diet-induced obesity. Um, it was also found that obese humans had a higher circulating level of the endocannabinoids anandamide and 2-AG compared to non-obese humans. Um, these higher levels have now been linked to an increased BMI, body fat percentages, waist circumference, uh, circumference and fatty deposits on the body. But do these findings point to an endocannabinoid system dysregulation as a cause of obesity or are these findings simply the result of obesity um, itself? You've previously discussed um, and I had a little insight into this. Um, as you as you might remember, polymorphisms um, for the genetic coding of CB1 receptors and for the fatty acid amide hydrolase enzymes have been studied in obese individuals. Um, individuals. It was found that there was a link between polymorphisms in these genes and obesity. And if you remember, fatty acid amide hydrolase breaks down amandide. Therefore, if this doesn't function normally, there is the potential that less amandide will be broken down, allowing for higher levels in the body. And you've just read about the obesity links to this scenario, um, increased food-seeking behaviour and also fat storage. Um, these um, research findings might leave us wondering whether taking CBD oil, stimulating your CB1 receptors and increasing your levels of endocannabinoids is wise of obesity as an issue, or whether taking CBD oil might help if you struggle with um, low weight. If you look back to the previous module um, and the previous discussions that we've had, we remember that the use of CBD oil in cases of loss of appetite didn't actually spark the hunger seen with the use of the whole cannabis um, when people were smoking um, joints of cannabis. Um, though it might promote your appetite by managing those symptoms and issues which suppress like pain or nausea, empirical evidence provided by those frequently prescribing CBD oil is that significant and unwanted weight gain isn't a common side effect. So 
With that being the end of the lesson, I um, hope you've enjoyed this section. We'll then move on to um, the next lesson in Module 6. And again, if you need any further information about CBD Perform products, please look at our website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next lesson. Thanks, bye. Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening in to today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, and um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep. You will find lots of really good information on the website. Um, you'll also find our blog there, which is really informative and also really useful information about CBD dosages and where to start. So the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. And once again, thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session. So take care for now and um, all the best. Thank you. Bye.